It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, there's a couple of things. One is, let's talk about Scott Service. Scott Service was up for the uh, AL Manager of the Year. Um, he did not win, but... Uh, I think, you know, it just goes to show he's he's been a candidate what in back-to-back seasons and maybe, you know, you know, taking out the Astros this year for the division is the thing that that's the feather in the cap that he needs. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he finished third this year. I believe he got one first place vote, but you know, I was thinking, you know, Francona got has won this award now 3 years over the last few years. Um, so you know, that usually means the team's been down and out of it, not very good. So, on, on the other hand, it's nice to know that Scott is involved because the team is improving. He felt like maybe a sure in last year because the team really came on. But, you know, it's good to know also, like I said, it's good to know that the Mariners aren't down and out of it. They're an up-and-coming team, so maybe he won't be involved in it as much because it seems like teams that have struggled and then came on that kind of gets the first place votes. Yeah, and you know, to be fair, they won their division. They they won their division. They they had the lowest payroll. You know, we didn't win our division. We had a great year. We were we we, you know, put ourselves in a position where we were 10 games under 500. You know, we we have this big winning streak. We get the fight, you know, he's in there fighting a, you know, he he got kicked out of games when he needed to get kicked out of games. We had the the almost skirmish with Houston. He definitely was a leader and isn't just one of these you know managers that sits in you know the the, the dugout and uh, doesn't really do a lot. He's definitely like a part of the team. So I know as Mariners fans, we are just like. What do you mean he didn't win? This is bullshit. Did you see what happened? But like when you get to that point in the end of the season, just like in in the playoffs, all of these managers did a good job. And you know, Francona won the division and only had the twenty eight was it twenty eight or thirty eight million dollar payroll, low payroll. I mean, I get why he's gonna he's gonna win that and and why he's won three times. He's 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 shown why. No, yeah, I don't mean to take anything away from him. I just, I was just thinking that, you know, because teams are down and out and make the most drastic comeback, that's kind of why they win instead of, sure, you know, the sure. guy that, like, uh, like Dusty Baker, he could have won. I mean, he had a great year, too. Yeah. I know he got some votes, but that, that's just all I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, he's got the loaded lineup. I mean, he got, he got, he got the World Series that he probably needed even though I don't think he needed this, but with the World Series, I would I would assume now that road to the Hall of Fame has gotten a lot easier for Dust uh, for Dusty Baker, right? Did I call him Dusty Rhodes? No, if I, I did. think you, you 
You were close to it, but you didn't pull the trigger. I mean, that's not a bad insult to be called Dusty Rhodes. Uh, but um, what I did find really interesting, if you want to go watch something that's really cool, and, you know, Scott Service does a lot of, you know, press in Seattle, uh, but go and watch the MLB interview they had from the, you know, uh, announcement show they had on the MLB network. I think you can just go find it on Mariners.com, but it's a cool interview. It's with Greg Anzinger, who just seems like he's such a, just a, you know, he's got a lot of emotions for the Mariners and just loves that they seem to be, you know, back in the mainstream in baseball. Uh, yeah, I know he gets on 710 sometimes and he comes on there and you're just like, man, this guy really loves the Mariners. And Bo Porter, who seems like he's really likes what the Mariners are doing right now. They had a good interview, nice back and forth. But my biggest takeaways are the cool things that I I heard about in the interview was one. Of course, he's talking about the coaching staff and the other people that, you know, help him get his job done. That's really cool. Go check that out. But the the really uh, interesting point that I think that we forget about or just gets overlooked is, yes, he, he ended this drought. So he's always going to be the guy who ended this drought. But he this wasn't just something he walked in in on and uh, and changed i mean he endured the pain of this drought he had six seasons under his belt or on his shoulder or or on his back or on his mind of this drought and so i think when you go back to when we ended this drought that night and you see the emotion and you see him out there with the cigar and you hear him losing his voice screeching on the microphone that was real and i'm not saying that i didn't Feel like it was real, but there's a whole nother fucking level to it. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's been through a lot. He, he inherited a team with a, you know, pretty good nucleus with Cano and those guys. And they tried to prove and, and get to the playoffs. But, you know, they got older and management and Jerry decided to tear it down. And they finally did. And, you know, then they had the COVID shortened year. So, yeah, there's been a lot to it. So he's been through a rebuild and in there they're kind of in the spot right now where the Mariners always envision them to be, you know, some of us have thought it's taken too long, but you know, it's just the process and uh, it's starting to uh, look exactly like the Mariners that had dreamed of. Yeah. And like, really he's the longest tenured coach in that or manager in that drought. So this is awesome. I mean, that just makes that whole thing him tied to that and understanding what it is. And you hear him in the interviews going like, we know it. We hear it all the time. We know we, this is something that's on our mind. It was definitely on his mind. And, and so that's the, that's the real connection to like the Mariners culture and fans that I think was pretty cool that I took out of that interview. Absolutely. And one thing I really appreciate about Scott is he mentioned it even in the, in the, towards the end of this year was how much he appreciates the fans you know, going through the rebuild and all this, he knows it's tough and yeah. he knows the fans just care about winning. So it's nice that he acknowledges that kind of stuff. Yeah, he has that Pete Carroll quality to him like that with the connection with the fans. And that's, that's really cool to see, especially in a sports market like Seattle, where there's a lot of distrust, right? Especially with the Mariners and stuff like that, where he, he seems to be very transparent as you can get as a manager with the, with the fans and, and with the media as much as he can. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with all that. Yeah, and the other thing that I, the, the 
the whoa how did i miss this or i didn't know that or just this open pandora's box here was when he was talking about the coaching and he was talking about the relationship with the front office uh, i know that jared this was one of jerry depoto's guys right they had worked somewhere down the line together prior to this um but i had no idea maybe this was part of the a news story when when this all came about years ago, but I had no idea that Scott Service and Jerry Depoto at one time were teammates. He was a pitcher, and obviously Scott Service was a catcher. So it just made me go, "Whoa, what the fuck?" Moment. I like. I did you know about this? No, I did not know that they played together. I wonder if, like, during a during a, a meeting at the mound, um, they came together and said, "Hey, you got." You, Maybe someday we can uh, run an organization together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Maybe this this conversation has happened. I'm wondering what team it was on. I know Scott. I haven't looked this up. Scott played on uh, service. Played on. Uh, he came up through Houston, Chicago. I know he played for Dusty Baker in San Francisco. I think Depoto was on the Mets or the or the the, the Rockies. Maybe he was over in. Uh, San Francisco, like I'm trying to think of the time period that this could have happened. He might have been over in San Francisco. It would be a trip because then Dusty Baker would would have been the, both of their managers. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, obviously this just shows that that working relationship. Like they've yeah they've been out and had mound meetings. They've went over strategy. They've shake they've shooken signs off. They've had to figure things out together. And maybe it's just that group mind that really you know helps and propels them forward that has started so so many years ago which i feel kind of like whoa i didn't know that it was a was a, a aha moment yeah exactly and that's on the uh the mlb uh website or the uh mariners website you can check that out 